Hey, CDB, that's Eric Deshaun Barrett. And if you're listening to this when it's released, then it's Monday. It is four days into month 10, the last quarter of 2022. And we about to get the day started. Are you ready? Well, we're going to get started anyway. Well, after we take care of a few business, a few pieces of business, just one piece of business, we're going to tell you how to make some money. And then we'll be ready. You ready? I'm ready. Right after this. Yay! Ah, my lovely peoples. If you're joining me, if you are connected when this is released on this Tuesday, four days into month 10, the last quarter of 2022. If you think about it, most folks don't realize that uh, quarters start, because uh, I didn't realize this. So you got January, February, March, that's one. Then you got April, May, June, that's two. Then you got July, August, September, that's three. Then you got October, November, December, that's four. We're in the fourth quarter. The last of this year. It's coming down to the wire, my friends. We are now, what is that, 34 days away from an election here in Norfolk, Virginia. From elections probably in your city, in your territory. We shout out to all of you who are doing your part, all the good people out there who are stepping up to the plate, trying to make a difference in your communities, trying to make a difference in your little neighborhoods. All you fine folks, maybe you just maybe you just run a little Civic League. And that's all you do is try to make sure that your community, your little five houses on the block, that y'all have everything y'all need to be a successful community and and be very knowledgeable and informed citizens. Wherever you find yourself this morning, you might find yourself getting up and you just got down into the school. If you're here in Norfolk or in uh, part of the Hampton Roads area, then there's a possibility that uh, your uh, school was on a two-hour delay. We appreciate you for getting up and doing what you can to make the world better for the next generation, building the next generation. All the people is what I'm trying to say. It's out here in these streets. I can't call every uh, occupation, every dream, every desire, every hamlet. But I can say that you are all, I believe, doing awesome sauce exploits. And I appreciate you for being a part. I appreciate you for letting me into this portion of your life. Let me join in. We have this moment together, this little time when we can find a way to put our problem behind us, find a way to have a little distraction. I appreciate you. It is amazing also on this Tuesday, 10-4-2022 years after Awesome Sauce things have occurred. We're going to talk about some of those Awesome Sauce things in just a few moments. We're also going to take some time. We're going to have an interview today. 
We're going to, yes, uh, I'm going to talk with a school board candidate here in just a few. And uh, what else are we going to do today? We're going to talk about a little tech news today. And, uh, uh, yeah, we're going to, yeah, that's about all I think we're going to have time for. Oh, we do got to look at what's going on in the world. We like to talk about news you can use. Mm-hmm. We don't want to talk about no sensational stuff. You can go watch your local news for that. They'll tell you who got shot, robbed, stabbed, beat up, bullied, and broken into. And if that's what your interest is, then please turn on your local stations. They even work on the internet now, I believe. Go to their website and you can find out all everything on the court dockets, who ain't paid child support, all that stuff. Go check out. They, 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 that's where you find it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And who, what baby mama's out there and and, the, and who's going to be on the Jerry Springer show? They give you the previews on the news. They do. But here, we spend our time focusing on things that are making us better. Focusing on things, focusing on things that are advancing us. That's what we're doing around these parts. Mm-hmm, show is. So we appreciate you in advance. I would like to also, while I'm sitting here in this moment of pause, uh, since we're thanking everybody, Give a shout out to our DJ, Mr. DJ, Madam DJ, non-binary DJ, for what they do. No copyright sound is out here in these streets doing everything they can to provide us with music, with artists, with talent that you would not even think about. You hear some of these people on you, you, you like, look, I wouldn't even know when that person exists before I heard this conversation. You know it, you know it's true. So thank you to No Copyright Sound. We're going to hear some of those beautiful artists, that wonderful talent. We're going to be exposed to that in in just a few moments. But other than that, just take a time to relax and let us be the distraction you need. Let us be the background noise. You and me and some of my friends that we're going to bring in here in just a few. Is that all right? I thank you once, I thank you twice, I thank you three times, and bless your heart in the name of Jesus Christ. Yes, sir. All right, I think that's all of our thank yous. Did I thank my mama? I did. No, I didn't? Well, I thank her too. All right, grandmama. Don't don't forget grandmama. And the wife. Look, let's just just get into the day, shall we? Oh, Lord Jesus. My friends, I I have decided that we're going to do a few things differently. Around here, first of all, uh, I have tried because I've been so fascinated by this radio show idea that I have tried to uh, build this podcast. At least over the last two episodes, we've tried to build this podcast to the hour and and make sure that you know it's it's all in sync and all lined up and and all sorts of. Uh, goodness like that. What I would like to ask of you, if you'd be okay with that, if we just spend some time together, if we lose track of the time, maybe every now and again, we might tell you that, you know, we're uh, into an hour or something. But even then, we can't even tell that because if I started this at 11 o'clock and you started it at, at 1130, then we're not on the same hour. So it's kind of hard to say that. 
But maybe we will we will continue to let you know, hey, look, we're about an hour in or something like that to keep you on schedule so that if you do lose track of time. But trying to play to the hour is not really something we want to do. We want to enjoy our time together. We want to be able to share with each other. We want to be able to communicate. We want to be able to learn. We want to be able to grow. And part of that means taking the shackles off. Taking the shackles of structure. We're going to hear from Brother Mark and uh, and a few. And I just want to let you know that's part of the reason why uh, we're having uh, this conversation here. Is because we just took the shackles off. And in talking to him, I realized just being unorthodox. You, you don't have to cater to the system. The system works the way the system works for the reason why the system works. What am I saying? They have to cater to the hour because that's what their finances is predicated off of. That is what their, uh, uh, just the system is catered off of. They are there, the radio is, to make sure that you know that it's 25 past the hour. And if you're late, then you got about five minutes to get to wherever you want to go, especially if you're supposed to be there by 930, so forth and so on. We are not that person. I am not in that, that, that limitation, if you will. And so taking the shackles off, being okay to just say, this is what we do around here, and that's it. We just enjoy ourselves, and when we're done, we're done. Right? That's what I'd like to do today. That's what I'd like to do from this moment on if you would allow me the opportunity. And if we bring a guy on like Porik or a girl, uh, which we would get to, and Porik talked for 54 minutes on yesterday. And uh, Mark, he I just want to warn you, it's going to be about an hour and 28 minutes that we talked. Uh, so, you know, somebody might come on and talk 15 minutes. It's okay. We'll figure out what to do later, right? It's like going to church. Make this your uh, religious experience, if you will. Church start 11 o'clock. It might get out 2 o'clock or maybe to get out at 2.30. Maybe you'll be lucky to get out at 1.10. Nonetheless, that is what we're going to do today. So before we get to Brother Mark, uh, what's the day? Monday? It's March. It's not March. You want to be March, don't you? You heard, you trying to get to spring break, ain't you? You just got back. You just got in school. You already ready for spring break. Oh, go sit yourself down. It's October 4, 2022 years after Awesome Sauce things occurred. And speaking of that, well, some things happened. What are some of those Awesome Sauce things? Mr. DJ, Madam DJ, non-binary DJ, would you please give us a, just give us a little beat so we can do this. Today, October 4, 2022 years after Awesome Sauce things occurred, it is day 277 of the Gregorian calendar, which was introduced on this day by Pope Gregory X3. The Orient Express had its inaugural run. Rick, WikiLeaks, you heard about WikiLeaks. WikiLeaks was launched 
famous birthdays today include Alicia Silverstone, Russell Simmons, and Susan Saradon. We got about 20 holidays today. We're only going to focus on a few of them. Something to put into your moment of consideration. Number one, National Cinnamon Roll Day. Whether you buy them or bake them, let that sweet, sweet time roll. National Taco Day, a concentrated and intensified version of the Taco Tuesday. It's Tuesday too, you know. Go get yourself a taco. Many restaurants offer. This is a glorified Taco Tuesday. And if you're not just satisfied with your tacos, go ahead and get you one of them shot glasses and enjoy your favorite vodka for this National Vodka Day. Vodka is most widely consumed. uh, Is the most widely consumed spirit in the world. Quite the accomplishment. I don't know why I don't drink it, but you know. I guess a lot of, they're trying to say a lot of people drink it. They're trying to say those of us who don't do it, you know, we're, we're, we're in the backwater swamps of life. I understand, right? You understand. Okay, cool. But that's all right. Some people want it, right? Mm-hmm. God bless their hearts. Feast of St. Francis of Assisi, the acclaimed Catholic friar, philosopher, mystique, and teacher is celebrated with the Feast of St. Francis. Improve your office day. Even if your office is your bedroom, we've got ideas to make it extra special. Maybe I should figure out how to redo that office over there. That might be a good idea. Kindness to animals day. Kindness to animals is here and we want to ensure you know how to celebrate. National Fruit at Work Day. This day celebrates every kind of fruit that has given us its delicious juiciness and boost in work performance. National Golf Lovers Day. Hit the links and play around with your fellow sufferers. That's right. You you know what? Golf. I got this golf app, man. Me and my boy Matt, we play it. But we used to before we realized that it's like it's the same thing with that Pat McAfee field goal challenge thing. It's like, no, I'm good. It, it is about suffering. But then again, people like Steph Curry is out there. You know, Steph Curry stopped playing basketball. Well, he didn't, but on on a in addendum to playing basketball. I think he might even stop. Well, you know what? No, I think he might stop playing basketball here soon. Maybe five, ten years. But he's going to play golf. You watch what I tell you. Market, bet it. It's going to be put it in. FanDuel. You, you got? Can I? Can I place a bet on that? Make that a super boost. National Truckers Appreciation Day. Settle in. Put on your favorite playlist and hit the road as we celebrate truckers. That's what you do. We got a playlist over on the Apple Music. You can, even if you got Android, you can get Apple. Just download the app, iTunes, 
Apple Music hit you, they'll probably give you three months free. Go ahead and do that. Expect, you know what? The fact that you're an Android user, you might be shocked and see that they give you six months just because they're like, we shocked that you came over here using your Android. Anyway, get your free, your three months. I'm sure there's still, those offers are still out there. Download our playlist along with this podcast. Put, you, can, you can even download the Apple Podcast app. Yes, on your Android. You sure can. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and handle that. What else we got today? World Animal Day. That goes with kindness to animals. World Dyslexia Day. World Dyslexia Day helps patients and caregivers find ways to live a fulfilling life. Shout out to all of our friends who are battling. I'm not going to say they're suffering, but they're definitely battling with dyslexia. And finally, today we celebrate World Habitat Day. Homes build lives and strengthen futures. And we celebrate the fact that we, most of us, I would like to hope, listening to this, have a good home to go to, which is building them, which is strengthening them. Speaking of building and strengthening, I just realized, Mr. DJ, Madam DJ, non-binary DJ, we have not, we have not had our moment to partake, to dive into some of that good music that you have over there in your arsenal. We always give, give deference to the fine friends over at No Copyright Sound. As I say, they're out here in these streets doing everything they can to make certain that we get access. We get access to music, to creativity. We get access to people who are utilizing their gifts and maximizing their skills. And so if you can, Mr. DJ, Madam DJ, non-binary DJ, go ahead and put something right here that speaks to us, uh-huh. Would you do that for us? I know you will. Put that right up in chip. We're gonna motivate ourselves. We're gonna focus ourselves. We're gonna get our legs and bopping our arms and moving. Mm-hmm. Do that. And then we'll come back with the verse of the day, which is gonna lead into our time with Brother Mark, if you will. Hey, it's CDB. For this month, no, Tuesday. Uh-huh. Tuesday 10-4. Last quarter of the year. Let's go.
every little thing you do, it gets me thinking. Buy another shot, you got me drinking. Girl, you shut me down, and there's no witness. Got me in my field, she would never listen. All the alcohol is in my liver. I guess I lost, and you're the winner. Missing your touch, you were a good kisser. I was born a saint, but now I'm a sinner. First of all, thank you, Mr. DJ, Madam DJ, non-binary DJ, for those those fire beats, those bussin' beats. I don't know what that means. Why does it say bussin'? You know, fire. I mean, is it hot? Uh, that, that makes sense to me. Fire makes sense to me. Like, man, this fire is hot. Yeah, I get that. But bussin'? Uh-uh. What does it mean? I don't understand. I know, I know a guy that's a chiropractor. He went to school. He's got a, a BA, a master's. Actually, you just go from BA to medical school, right? Nonetheless, he's an MD. At least a chiropractic. But he says bussin. What does bussin mean? I have no idea. Nonetheless, thank you for that fire and bussin music. It was good. Can I just say good? I guess I'm old, right? I'm, only, I'm 38. Does that make me old? Because I, I don't know busting and fire. I do know fire. Like I said, it makes sense. But busting, I, I don't get. Nonetheless, thank you for exploiting for the good that wonderful piece, those wonderful pieces of creativity and lyrical excellence. And speaking of my lack of understanding, that leads us to our verse of the day. Or for this part, I guess we'll say verses because we're going to be in uh, Jose chapter number four. Jose chapter number four. We're going to start with verse two and we're going to. Well, I'm just going to tell you what we're going to do. 
So follow me, and then I'm going to read the numbers so you know when we're skipping, because we're going to skip. Hosea chapter 4, verse 2. Cursing, lying, murder, stealing, and adultery are rampant. One act of blood shed follows another. For this reason, the land mourns, and everyone who lives in it languishes. But let no one dispute, verse 4. Let no one argue, for my case is against you priests. Verse 6. My people are destroyed because of a lack of knowledge. My people are destroyed because of a lack of knowledge. If that can be the focal point biblically for what we're getting ready to talk to with Brother Mark, Brother Mark Askew, who is a candidate for Norfolk School Board Ward 3, for those of you who uh, may not know, our system is set up by wards. And Brother Mark did on our, my meditations podcast, he did a, a teaching on the ward system a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, maybe two Wednesdays ago. And uh, you can go check that out. Uh, actually, we might have to link that somewhere so they, if they want to hear that. But he's running for school board. And what I just read to you, I believe is the greatest precursor to what we're getting ready to talk about is we talk about a lot. We already, we've already recorded it. I just want to tell you that right now in full disclosure. It's already been recorded. I had to go talk to him and then I had to come back and talk to you. I'm sorry. It, it's, you know, that's what we do. Podcasts are that way. You know, they get pieced together, right? One day we do a live show. It'll all flow together. What are we going to do? I'm going to talk about that down the road. We're going to do some live shows. That'll be fun. But for now, we've already talked. We talked a lot because we had a lot to talk about. It's a lot going on. And I hope you sit there and listen, lose yourself in it. Make this a wonderful opportunity for you to learn and grow and progress. And I'm rambling, ain't I? Yes, I am. All right. We're going to do that. Mr. DJ, Madam DJ, non-binary DJ is going to cut the music. And we're going to listen to... Mr. Mark, ask you and I do what, believe it or not, I hate doing. Yapping. Okay. Uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm sitting here with Mr. Mark, ask you. You know, I like him because we just sit here and laugh and joke and I don't, I don't know if it's good commentary to get us elected to office or not because they think we play too much. <laughs> yeah. Brother Eric, you gotta have some fun in this life, brother. Well, I try to because, you know, they say we play too much but uh, Mr. Mark, my mother, since since, since that is, they, they, they always say, since you talk about back to the basics. Yes. We got to go to the genesis, to the basics of where this came from. Yes. My mother went to her Civic League meeting uh, in September. 
and you were invited, I want to argue, to speak. I don't know if that's legitimate or not. You might have Yeah, you're correct. Okay. You're correct. You know, yeah. I know if you I know if you, you just showed up with your campaign sticker on and said, Let me speak or not, but you know. No, uh somebody else did that, but no, that's not my style. Oh well, <laughs> well, well, we'll we'll leave them alone. But uh uh you my mother came out and she called me four times. I was over in uh, Easton at another Civic League meeting. Yes, sir. And she kept ringing the phone and ringing the phone. I'm like, woman, what do you want? <laughs> and I called her back. I was like, what do you want? And, and y'all was just a yapping. And... Uh, you know, folks don't folks don't believe this because you know I do preaching by day and podcasting by night. Right. But uh after you do all that yapping, you just don't feel like yapping no more. Right. <laughs> Man, but Eric, I think I it may be an exact I know we were out there after the Civic League for at least an hour. Mm. At least that. Mm -hmm. Probably was longer than that. Yeah. Because yeah. my yeah. mama yap a hole in your head. That's okay. I enjoyed it. Yeah, and, and 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 from what I was told, you were yapping back. So I'm like, y'all having a yap session. And she said, Eric, you need to meet this guy. I'm like, well, I need to meet him. And then I thought you was one of them young askews that I knew. I said, oh, he one of them young boys. And she said, no, he young. And I said, no, but 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 you got a lot in you. Right, <laughs> you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know. The rumor around town is I hate old people. Oh, is that weird? <laughs> no, and I can disagree with you. And I don't even know you. Yeah, you said, that, yeah, you that's what they say. I hate old people. Something. What'd you, you say? Yeah, you, you said something key this morning. You said that I'll call you back. I'm getting my grandmother squared away. Uh huh. No, you don't. Yeah, you love old people. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, 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 I'm glad. I'm glad you speak for me in that regard because the polls don't agree. But okay, that's okay. But uh, but uh, part of the reason why is you know the Bible says that the older for wisdom. Yes. And and, and the youngest for war. That's exactly right. And the, and the people who would say, I hate old people, the ones who don't realize they need to go sit down because <laughs> they've been sitting too long or standing too long, let some young folk take over. That's, that's the ones that hate me. The old folks like, boy, come on here, take this mic because I'm tired. I'm going on here and sit down. I, I'll tell you from a chair. But uh, that being said, I, 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 uh, I heard of you and then I started talking to you and then I said, oh, he wasn't... He wanted them senior folks that we need to keep keep around a little bit longer because we really, <laughs> don't put me out the past yet. Huh? You know, not not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet. When, when they were taking all the horses behind the barn with the revolver, I pull. I was like, no, pull that one to the side. He need to. Right, eat. there you go. Right. Yeah, but yeah. The, what the Bible say? I have need of him. Yeah, yeah. We have need of him. <laughs> uh huh. You, you you like you like you like that prophet Hezekiah that that that. That that God sent the the prophet to say it's time for him to die, and we went no 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 not yet not yet not yet. So we gonna we gonna give Brother Mark a good fifteen more years to his life, his political life. 
<laughs> now, after about turn three, Brother Mark, we're going to be coming for your cards. I'm just telling you right. Anyway. Uh, but, you know, but you know, it's funny you say that because I really like to go on the record. Oh, no. uh, if, if successful, uh, one term for me and one term only. Oh, Jesus. One only. One only. Yeah. Only. Uh, yes, one sir. only. One only. Oh, you like you like them boys that went up on the mountain and had an erroneous vision, said Jesus only, just one term only. Hey, one term only. One That's term it. only. Yeah, I, I I told myself by 50 it's time to go. Yeah, because honestly, bro, Eric, your generation, and uh, and really now, you know, the generation before you, that's really the generation that is, if there's anything left to salvage, that, those are going to be the two generations to do it. Right. And, and I agree with you, even at 55, I, want, I love the idea of just turning things over, you know, to, to your generation, the millennials and younger. The only problem is, which is a problem that my generation... More so, my parent. I think our parent generation created by Eric is, is that like you said, the council, the the oldest for council, youth is for war. But the problem is, is that our parents and grandparents did not give us the necessary counsel. Uh huh. So we are behind. Right. In other words, yeah, I get the fact. Great. I had a you know mother father. I mean, couldn't ask for a better set. But they just weren't able, maybe necessarily, to articulate the strategy. They were dishwashers. Right, right. You see, right. That was necessary. Right. So now, I think, the only thing I think my generation is good for, if anything at all, if we would do it, is I think we're equipped with a perspective to where we can try right. to at least correct that void. Right. right. And so that's why I enjoy the times that you and I communicate and that you and I talk because, you know, I learned something. Right. And, you know, and I know that it's got to be really good for you as well, too, because you would seem like a nonsense guy. You don't waste your time with frivolousness. No, and no, so, no. Every time I think about something, I say, what Vermont going to think about this? Right. Okay, right. <laughs> yeah, I'm Vermont gonna feel about because you know we 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 we've been having our discussions over Farrakhan and everything else. Let me tell you, that's a powerful man right there. Oh man, what are you talking about, man? Yeah, yeah, you're talking, yeah. About, you're talking about somebody that was at the Million Man March, brother. Really? Yes, I was there. Oh, bless you. Yes, sir, you man. Look like, you look like somebody that been there with a bow tie and a scarf around your neck. Hey, man, I had some tennis shoes on to make sure my feet didn't fall off from standing yeah. on the Yeah, you look like somebody in, in, in a suit with a with a with a bright orange bow tie and a matching scarf. <laughs> you say bright orange. Yeah, the bright orange bow. You know how the Muslims do the bright orange bow ties and the matching scarves. <laughs> them, them brothers, them brothers take a shower shop. I mean, I ain't lying to you. They 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 train I tell you what, man, it just goes to show you, man, that we God has really given us everything that we need to win. Mm-hmm. Everything. I mean, he did I mean, as you already know, he doesn't do anything imperfect. Right, right. I mean, nothing. Nothing. And so I got a friend of mine, his dad, uh, Joe Simpkins, used to have a confectionery store and some other businesses on Church Street. 
So his friend, uh, his son, Bobby, and I are good friends. And, man, I just soak up all of the beautiful sayings that his dad would say. And one of the things he said, which became a mantra in our house, Eric, is work with what you got. Uh-huh. Make what you got work. Right. Work with what you got. Make what you got work. And so if we were able to just sometimes out of the day, instead of thinking about the things that we don't have, the things that we need, mm-hmm. we really already have the solution to 99% of it. You know, Brother, brother Mark, me and my mother were having a discussion this morning, and we're going to get into who you are and what you do. Right, because the people are like, oh, who this man? I don't know who I'm talking to. There's some guy I know. I got you, man. I know he went to the Million Man March with the orange scarf and the matching uh, bow tie. Right. <laughs> but my mother and I were having a discussion this morning, and it was right in that alley. And my uncle had. We have me and my uncle have heated debates, huh? I, 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 that, if there's one reason why I don't like politics, is because of my uncle. Because we have heated debates. And gotcha. he was the person I learned uh, uh, very, very, very early on the art that if they don't agree with you, ain't nothing you're going to say to change their mind. Agree. Agree. But we would have these debates, and my uncle would say, well, this is what the Bible's saying. And I okay. said, Uncle Jay, I ain't mean to call his name, but I did. There's a whole lot of Jays in the world. You don't know who that is. That's exactly right. But uh, I said that. I said, listen. Here's what I've come to the conclusion about, and it's basically what you said, is this is where the world should be, and this is where it is. Gotcha. And our mission statement in life is to do the best we can with what we got there you go, and try to get as close as we can to the way it should be, recognizing that we're far away from that. Gotcha. And... The thing that I like about what you said is a lot of times we spend in the church, in our schools, whatever, we spend the time trying to focus on the way it should be and trying to move, well, this way y'all should do it. This way, instead of realizing that, well, in a perfect situation, you got a two-parent home. that That's not happening right now. Correct. In a perfect situation, you might have uh, issues of, you know, when we were growing up, you only had two genders. Now you got like 99 of them. <laughs> and and so now you find yourself having to deal with more yes. than you had to deal with yes. 20 or 30 years ago. Yes, sir. Yes, now, sir. You were going along. I, I said the only trouble I ever had in school over at the over at the Matthew Fontaine Moore High School, which we're going to talk about definitely in a minute here, is that uh, we had well, it was two incidents I remember. They came to the to the school, and it was this two families came and start fighting with two by fours with nails in it. Oh my god! And the second time, the boy picked up a fire extinguisher and threw it, and and you could feel the vibration as it almost hit my head. Okay, but that's the worst I ever had to deal with. Gotcha. <laughs> Oh my god. My kids go to school and the gun might go off. <laughs> right. You, right. You know, you can survive a two by four with nails. You might not look pretty. Right. But you can survive a two by four with nails. Correct. You can survive a fire extinguisher. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But the yes, one sir. thing you can't 
<laughs> you know, depending on how that fire extinguisher hits you, you're going to survive. The one thing you're not going to survive is a bullet. Right. And, and, and the words following after the bullet hits you, my bad, won't take that, remove the wound. No, it ain't going to remove that bullet. No, sir. Mm-hmm. No. And so, so anyway, before we get too deep, because, you know, we, we'll talk all day and we, we, we forget people listening. Yeah, no problem. Uh, uh, I but you know, you... Brother Eric, but in my humble opinion, okay, I think that's the way it should be. Mm-hmm. Because what we're talking about is what either some people are afraid to talk about uh-huh. uh, outside of their normal environments uh-huh. and what we sound like we sound like real people who are self-confident, they have self-love, uh-huh. and believe uh-huh. intrinsically uh-huh. everything that we're saying. We yes. believe it. Yes, sir. And as my older friend would say to me, my my uh, 89-year-old mentor friend would say, I'm not telling you what I heard. I'm telling you what I know. Right, right. You know, based on experience. My 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 mother asked, not my mother. Somebody asked me the other day. They said um, you did because you know I did some work with the with the I call them the Alphabet Mafia just in case, just to make sure I don't forget any of the letters. Right. So uh, people say, why you call them that? I know the Republican made that up, but see, I adopted it because sometimes I forget the letters, so I just make I, I just say all of y'all combined into one: A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Gotcha. But the moral of the story is, without being offensive to some, is they asked me, why did I do that? And I said, the thing that I've come to understand is you have to have such a conviction in who you are and what you believe that you can deal with things that may not necessarily agree with you, but the overall goal is you're trying to find the peace that you agree with. And in trying to find the peace you agree with, you can go into territories of things that you don't agree with because your faith and your belief is so strong that you are listening and looking for that one connecting link. And the thing that I found in a lot of our communities today is that because of that insecurity that you talked about, it will not allow for us to go into those communities that might be different from us. Correct. Because it's the fear that we, oh, if you go over there, you're going you to pick up one of them spirits. No, Correct. no, no. You ought to have enough conviction in who you are that, you know, okay, I'm here. Now, you know, I went over there one day to, to I have some friends over there and, and they're high up in the, in, in, in the, in the, uh, in the pride community. And yeah. I went over there and we sat to the table. We had dinner one day. And the first thing I said, Mr. Marcus. I, you know, you rolled out the Dempsey Scrolls and you said, these are all the things we ain't going to agree on. <laughs> right. Now that we didn't got all that out of the way, now let's talk about what we do agree on. And, and, and that, that has been my motto in this world. So, so that being said, not to pull you into that, that's my business, not yours. You do not reflect the, uh, Mark does not share the opinions of the, of the reflections of EDB. What brought you to this this education pool, if you will, this this school board? This, you know, what, why, 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 who, what, when, where, and why? I tell you, my mom had this saying, and, mm. and we, 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 my mom had several sayings, and I got them on a magnet on the refrigerator. But one of her uh, sayings that really made a lot of sense is. 
no input, no no input, no say so. Mm. No input, no say so. Uh-huh. And man, that is like as true as the day is long. And that is, I would be around here, you know, I used to be a real big political buff and then I just started to realize, man, this thing, this stuff is a waste of time and energy because the deck is already stacked. It's fixed. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, you know, the cards are going to lay out the way they lay out based on one person's ingenuity of not having or having very little consciousness and uh, a moral compass. Right. And then that side is taking advantage of mildly the ignorant and the apathetic. Right. <laughs> you know, so my thing is, I was talking to a, a school board member one day, and he said, you talk, Mark, but, you know, won't you, there's a seat open in your ward. So what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. And I said, man, I ain't messing with you crazy folks. That's kind of the way I said it. And then my I told my exactly, wife what, but go ahead. I told my wife what this person said, and they said, they're right. You should run. Right. And my wife was like, you can't make a difference. Now, my wife and I are, are opposites. You know, I am the... That's the people person, you know, high level energy of, you know, just like meeting people and stuff. And she's a little bit more reserved. So, and we I must marry the same woman. Okay. <laughs> Maybe so. <laughs> so, there, there, must I, be, there must be, there must be, there must be a particular room in the heaven when he's designing, he just has a template. <laughs> Maybe, look, maybe so, brother. And I, and I can honestly tell you, brother, I know for sure, for sure, that I married the right woman. Yeah. I mean, and I, and I, and I say that with no apologies. Well, bless your heart. And, yeah, and so, so my wife says, uh, "You really should do it." And then she kept kind of beating the drum, and then we sat down, you know, a couple of nights, of, you know, we laid in the bed and watched a couple of the. Um, Norfolk school board meetings. Oh, you have no you you, you, you just a sucker for punishment. <laughs> hey, look, I told look, I we were I was uh, I you gonna laugh. I was being interviewed by uh EAN, which is one of the local teacher associations. Mm-hmm. And I told they asked me this very question you asked. And so I told them I was watching, you know, a couple of the school board meetings, and I said, I didn't know if I was watching the housewives of Atlanta what I said this is some foolishness going on here see 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 (laughs) see before you go there you missed the key part right go ahead you said you didn't know you was watching the housewives but you missed something right what's that go ahead desperate (laughs) desperate housewives right okay right okay right Cause some of them meetings, some people is desperate. <laughs> man, I look, hey, bro, Eric, I looked at it and I said, man, is this is this what the new intelligentsia looks like? You know, mm. is this what intelligence looks like, sounds like? And then the thing that even was even worse than that is, man, our babies are being delayed of getting what they need. Because grown folks are playing games. Praising. 
Yeah, they're playing games. And so and here you may be able to identify with this. You know, we have one of one of our children, you know, they all all four of our yeah, four children. So all of them learn different. And so man, the first three, I mean, no big deal. I mean, doing the school work, boom, 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 boom. Then the last one, which I think is kind of partially to maybe my wife's baby and her, uh, maybe a little bit more than the others. Uh-huh. You know, she, you know, she requires a little bit more structure and assistance. And so, I, um, the youngest one came super close to repeating the first grade. Uh-huh. And man, and bro, Eric, I lie to you, not, man. It was like, it was like a surreal moment mm-hmm. because one, the teacher. In my opinion, did not really update us. I don't think. I think she could have updated us a little bit better than she did. But anyway, we dealt with the news, and so we were able to engage a tutor at Mary Calcutt three times a week. Man, we went all in, and then you know, needless to say, she was able to stay on her right grade. But the anxiety as a parent. Uh-huh. To think that you have a child that's getting ready to repeat a grade. Uh-huh. Man, brother. Can I tell you something? Yeah, go ahead, please. Because you hit a point that I like to talk about. No, go ahead, brother. Because 1998. Okay. I was in James Blair Middle School. You know what that is. Yes, sir. And um, I was in two particular courses. I was in a little course called TSA. You've ever heard of it? Yes. Technology Student Association. Yes, sir. And I was in another course, FBLA. Yes, Future Business Leaders of America. That's right. That's right. And uh, I was making A's in those courses. Okay. And they decided back then to do uh, career path assessments, if you will. Basically try to give you good alternatives and give you a lot of options, if you will. Correct. So, there's two stories that I want to put here, and I'm going to do these quickly. Number one, they put me in art class. And I said, I don't even know colors, not alone can I draw. Why are you putting me in art class? Where there's a possibility that you might participate in some art. Didn't you just hear me say, I don't know colors, not alone can I draw? Correct. <laughs> Why did you put me in art class? Right. But the second part that was the most spine-boggling to me is one thing I can't get over. My grandmama tell me to stop talking about it, but I can't get over it. They took me out of FBLA and out of TSA, and watch what they said, Brother Mark. They said, you will never do anything in technology. Oh, my God. And they took me out of TSA. And I went maybe a couple years ago and I found a picture. Because, you know, you had the national conferences and what have you, right? Correct. And I found a picture. And in one of the major conferences, the one that I was sitting right there in the same room. Right. You know who was in that room? Uh, a gentleman by the name of Jack Dorsey. Okay. A gentleman by the name of Kevin Rose. Okay. These are names you may not know. 
Jack Dorsey and Rose, what, tell me what they do. I have heard those. Jack Dorsey is Twitter. Oh, okay, gotcha. Okay, gotcha. Okay, gotcha. Okay. But you know the main name that was in that class? What, who was that? Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, my goodness. Okay, I got you now. Okay. And they told me we're going to take you out because nothing will come of these this type of class. Man, what we should do, Brian, in case you've got some older people older than me, we might want to tell them who Mark Zuckerberg is. That's Facebook. There you go. There you go. That's Facebook. There you go. And, uh, you know, that, that, that tool that we would have crumbled as a society without just not a year and a half ago. Yeah, because, you know, ain't not, Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg in a class that ain't going to never be nothing in life. There you go. And then they said to me, they said, Eric, uh, you grandmother wanted me to go in computers. And they told my grandmother, oh, he'll never do anything in computers. He, he has to work in academia. He'll never do anything in computers. Well, Brother Mark, it's a funny thing that I sit here doing a podcast, <laughs> which is computers. Right. Vlogs, which is computers. Correct. Made a website, which is computers. Correct. Do an online church. Oh, by the way, computers. Correct. So so it, it was just fascinating when you said that because it led me back to my own struggle in education where there it seems to be this contradiction between what the system wants and what the child is good at. And what I mean by that is in, in, in a lot of cases where I grew up, uh, people say, well, these children are dropping out. And part of the reason why they dropped out was one of the main reasons why I wanted to drop out. Main reason why Jack Dorsey and Mark Zuckerberg and the guy who created Tumblr who dropped out of the ninth grade. And all of your tech entrepreneurs and tech people who, uh, when you go back to look at them, uh, most of your major, most of the, the tech that you know and love today, some of it you use and don't even know you're using, Nine times out of ten, they were created by a dropout. A dropout. Correct. And the thing that I try to stress is, it's not that these kids are stupid. It's that you're trying to go against who they are fundamentally and what their passions are. And instead of enforcing and enhancing and building upon their their talents, we're, well, that's not important. You come do this or I'll give you that if you do this. And and they just decide, well, I, I just want to do this anymore. Maybe that's just my personal opinion. Yeah, well, brother, you, you show enough, uh, open up a can. <laughs> well, I, that's what I do. <laughs> right, right. You show enough, brother, open up a can. So one of the things that I, I think about, the really true, truest definition of education, you know, from an African sense of it, it's not, we think that education is to pour in. Uh-huh. Wrong answer. Now, this ties into, you, you know, where you go with your faith piece. Uh -huh. We talked about earlier how God makes everything perfect. Right. And, and like Kent Wills would say, everything? Yes, everything. 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 Yeah. And, and so the thing is, man, bro, Eric, is we are already, just as our fingerprint is unique. Mm-hmm. We're already prepackaged. Yes, before I formed so, you. Right, right, right. 
And it's like, and it's a scripture that just, I mean, it just solidifies, just validates it all day, every day. Uh-huh. And so the thing is, what a really, really good teacher that's really guided by the most high is able to do is to draw out. Right. Uh, right. It's not about pouring in. Right, right. It's about drawing out right. of your identity of being able to find what that special thing is. Uh-huh. You know? And so when you talk about our educational system, uh, I was speaking to a friend of mine in the Nation of Islam, and, and we were talking. He came here from Southampton uh, County. He's a farmer. And so he came because he's saying the drought is on its way, which I do believe and all the statistics and information that's coming from uh, this heading this way from Europe is true. Uh-huh. But I told him I was doing, you know, making a you know, bid for the Norfolk school board. He said, Brother Mark, why would you waste your time and energy? He said, this public fool's system. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Let me catch my breath. <laughs> I, I'm going to tell you like my aunt tell me. You need to give me a warning before you start talking stuff like that. <laughs> public fool system. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yes, sir. Yeah, because- let, let's get the buses repainted. <laughs> right. Because what you're talking about, Brother Eric, we're talking about a system that really is are the killing fields. Uh-huh. So whether if it was them taking you out of TSA or FBLA, there's no difference of the code that that the counselors have. Uh-huh. Right? And, it, and they don't think they're doing any harm. Like, I give you an example. I was a pretty, you know, uh, strong academic student in, at Norview High School. Oh, well, we'll forgive and, you and, anyway. Okay. And, yeah, exactly. And so uh, my counselors would say little code or the teachers would say little code. They would ask me, they said, Mark, have you thought about what school or college you're going to go to? And I said, well, I'd like to go to, you know, to Norfolk State. I said, I'd like to be in the band. They have a great communications department. And I would, you know, like to play as Alpha Phi Alpha at Norfolk State. And they said, and then here's the code. They would say, well, you know, you have the grades to go to a better school. Uh huh. Okay. A better school. Code, uh-huh. code, code, code. Code. So, so when I came, when I was coming out, I had a um, William and Mary full paid uh, academic scholarship offered uh-huh. to me. And I turned it down and I went to Norfolk State. And I don't regret it a day in my life because the killing fields are killing so many black babies. Right. Because if you really think about it, the day that me and your mom, your parents, my parents dropped us off at kindergarten. Think about that word, kindergarten. Uh It's a type of garden for us to grow. Right. So... By the time we get in a day, man, I'll tell you how old I am. This is a true, true story. We were historically taught that George Washington chopped down a cherry tree and could not tell a lie. Wow. We, brother, we were taught that. So by the time you get inundated in this white supremacist system of the public fool system, 
wow. Is that as the white child understands about Thomas Jefferson, John Adams, and George Washington, Abraham Lincoln. Honest Abe. Don't talk about Honest Abe. Right, right, right. All of those names. And you can kind of see how as they go through the public food system, their back straightens up. Their head gets straight. And they're walking with so much confidence because the system has told them about their legacy. The system has told them how great they are. They told them how smart they were with the Einstein, although that's to be debated if he was white or black, the, uh, 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 as far as uh, uh, Bach, Mozart, I mean. So, but they go through it, and every day, every grade is a reminder of how great they are. Right. So even when you sugarcoat the slave piece and uh, how they befriended the Indians and had things. Now you get into critical race theory, sir. You're going to get us demoted. Come on now. That's that's okay, but that's fine. So this is this. So it's no reason why in our society one group is elevated and one is degraded. You know, brother Mark, if I can say something here. Please, because uh, I used to, I, I started as a joke, and then because sometimes I feel like uh, m- my wife likes to diagnose me with every every disease under the sun. <laughs> um, but sometimes uh, I get in a conversation, I get excited. You know how sometimes you get tongue twisted, just can't get a word out. Yes, sir. So I do podcasting for a living. You can't afford to get tongue twisted. So I get in, you know, messa, 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 that messa word, messa, messa. How about the messa C? You know, I'm trying to say Mesopotamia, but I say messa C, right? Right. And then at the end, just to keep moving, I said, yes, I make up words. But then again, Webster made them up too. So why can't I? Well, oh, man, brother. I, I, look, if I could just say one thing about Webster. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was listening uh, to uh, Brother Nuri Muhammad. He's a student minister of the Nation of Islam out of Indianapolis. Uh-huh. And he was saying that he was listening to Minister Farrakhan one day. And then he said that he he um, he was speaking and he said that he was thinking about a particular word or definition. And then he said that he turned into himself for the definition. Uh-huh. Based on what you were just saying, who is Webster? Yeah. Do, do you know him? No. <laughs> right, so... And who so, gave him the right to make up words? My brother. That's great. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just wanted to throw that. And so... But, but, but here's the part that bothers me. You failed me because you said I didn't say a word right based on a man who made it up himself. <laughs> Correct. Correct. And and so then we have an English language that again that's the Queen's English. Correct. So so and, and again I'm not I, I have no problem with it because there is no one who can better articulate the English language other than I when I decide to participate in the eloquent speak that is Her Majesty's talk. Yes. But every yes. now and again I just want to go say I'll be over here eating some chicken. Leave me alone. <laughs> right. The right. point that I'm trying to make is is that 
when we have built the system and, and we going off, we, we 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 might as well run a series, the the Ask You Barrett series. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll call it we'll call it the BA degree. Okay, there you go. There you go. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. There you go. The, the Barrett Ask You series. The B come come listen to our weekly segment the and get a BA degree when you're finished. There you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> um but uh the thing that uh that is bothers me in in some instances is when I understood like I told my mother the other day I said when you telling me that I'm learning a language based upon the language that you have decided is the code for our society then I'm okay with that. Right. But when you're telling me that my instincts is wrong because it does not correlate with the societal code, then as a black man, I'm not wrong because this is not my language. Correct. This is the language that was forced upon me. Now, as your generation will say, facts. uh Uh-huh. Hashtag. So, so, so again, I'm okay with it. I have no problem learning it. I have no problem reading it. I was watching the queen last night doing her Jubilee celebration about uh, 2012 and them, them folks was out there and they were singing the, the, the national anthem and they were just crying and she was just sitting up there all stout and, and highfalutin and potentate and she was standing over her people and they were just uh, uh, celebrating her office, not necessarily celebrating her, but her office. I am a sucker for tradition and a sucker for, 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 for ceremonies. But the thing that I know is that that's what it is. It's a tradition and it's a ceremony. Right. And it is not an orchestrative law, nor is it a, a a rhetoric of doctrine. This is just what we do. So, Brother Correct. Mark, when you think about the school system today, because we got a couple problems, and I'm running for council. That's why I need you on, 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 on the school board, because, uh, you know, there's certain things I can't get involved with. But see, if I got a friend over there, then I can say Brother Mark can handle it. We need Brother Mark on council because uh, God bless... Um, some of the other, yeah, we'll just leave it at that. God bless. Um, brother Mark, there was one thing in the, in the, that came up in the news in the paper that I sent you last night was the rebuilding of Maury high school. (laughs) Oh brother. And look, I am so thankful that you sent that to me. I can tell you just from the news story. Okay. A couple weeks ago, I went to Booker T, and they were having somewhat of a similar type thing. But, Brother Eric, I can promise you that the intensity, the details of what went on at Maury, night and day of what happened when I went to Booker T. Mm. I was so discouraged. Uh, I said, I'm done with this. It was a dog and pony show. Right. Like I gave you, so you saw the clip because you sent it to me. I can tell you at Booker T, the questions were like, what makes Booker T special? Wow. What would you like to see at Booker T? Wow. Now, I want you to hear this and hear, and, the, and the listening on this real good. Now, 
According to one of uh, my friends that's in the alumni, he said that he was told that Booker T was into a phase three feasibility study. Maury is, they're saying that they are in a phase two. But if you look at the specificity of conversation, dialogue, uh-huh. PowerPoint presentations, presentations by architects, right? You would know that one was phase two and one was phase three. None of those specifics were laid out to any detail. It was a feel good, feel good thing at Booker T. Can I ask you a question? Sure, go ahead. I was thinking about this last night. I don't know who built the original Booker T. I don't know who did it. I can find out. I don't know either. I can find out. But what I would like to see them do is go back, pull out those drawings, and replicate that original structure. Because you you, you almost know it's probably built cheap as dirt. Correct. So, because it was the black school. And, and replicate that building. And the reason why I say that is because, A, that is black history in Norfolk. Brother, you know what, brother? You, man, Eric, that is profound. And you know what? I am in 100% agreement. If you could go back and have that, a new building look like the old Look like the old one. Oh my God! Just a brand new structure, rebuild it, but build it like the original building. Oh my God, brother! That would be smoke, man. That would be awesome. And make that and Maury the staple of this city because those are the two institutions. Yes. Of record, Maury. People say, "Well, they should knock down Maury." I, I, I outright, if you knock down Maury, because. That number one, even if you read in the article, it will tell you it costs one hundred and fifty eight dollars to knock it down and rebuild it. One hundred fifty eight million. One hundred fifty eight million. Right. It only costs one hundred and forty to refurbish it. Gotcha. So why not repair it, renovate it, make keep the original building like you did, James Blair, because. The thing that bothers me in Norfolk, Brother Mark, is everything about our history is on signs. There are no physical buildings. We got a couple of churches, but, you know, uh, I'm, I'm shocked Ian didn't knock two of them down uh, just this weekend. Man, we got one, brother, uh, that our AME church right there at, uh, uh, right there across from the post office. Yeah, right yeah. yeah. That one, that, that one in Jerusalem, all you need is one good huff and puff, and they're coming down. Man. If St. John, add St. John in there, too. Oh, yes, sir, brother. You hit it. You hit it right on the head, brother. And, and that's why I say, man, I really think, and that's why I really like what you're doing with your internet church, brother, because you're thinking out of the box. Uh-huh. And, and I talked to a really profound um a, a worship leader of a church of a, of a really a mega church and I was just telling the man it's time for us to consider of having the black church churches consolidate themselves Woo! I'm sorry you made me I, 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 oh, you know what you made me happy yeah 
It's time to consolidate. Yeah. You, you got less people going. Uh -huh. And you got all these physical plants that are just dying on the vine. Yeah. Yeah, we got all these these old buildings consolidate, yeah. renovate, yeah. restore. Yes. yes, yes, yeah, yes. and that's what we need. I, I, I would, I, that, 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 yes, yes, yes. Yeah, because look, because Eric, think about how these was happening with with really, I mean, no mild intention, but what's happening is, brother. These old buildings are bleeding the resources of our community. Yes, they right? are. So, so I give you an example. So now I grew up at Shallow. I'm no longer there, but I was there probably 90% of my life. Well, 95% of my life. Uh -huh. And so I was talking to a friend of mine and that's a deacon there now. And man, they had the uh, our air conditioning chiller went out. Brother. They dropped a hundred and some thousand dollars uh -huh. just, in, just in HVAC. Yeah. So think about how many of our buildings that are old. Uh -huh. Think about the millions yes. of dollars that are leaving our community right. that could be doing what the mission of God is really, really all about. Yes, sir. We could be building a infrastructure to house some of our North Republic school children that are homeless now. You ain't praising them enough. Right. And the fact that we duplicate our services is not intelligent. You know, right? if you got a food kitchen, I got a food kitchen, everybody's trying to have a better food kitchen. I mean, we didn't miss God's message. Right. 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 You, you know something, that. Brother Mark? When I went to the Eastern Civic League, we was over there, and they asked me, how do you deal with the school system? I said, we need to take a lot of these programs out of school and put it back in church. Amen. Amen. And, Amen. and Amen. we have all of these, like you said, we have all of these churches, and we can get them on mission. Yes. Then that yes. would stop the school system from bleeding. All you, got, all you should have to do is go to school from nine to three, get your instruction, then you go to church for your after-school program. Now the band, the ROTC, you know, um, the sports go. teams, those programs are going to stay at school, of course. Of course. Right. But, but you know, these other things like tutoring and, uh, uh, you know, all the, there, there, there's a lot that's being put on the system that needs to be taken off the system. And yes. that is one of the things that I would like to propose is how do we, A, get our churches involved in making sure that uh, we are uh, bettering our community. And, and it's not that I'm asking, you know, the kids from Ingleside to go to church over at Shiloh. Right. What I'm saying is all the grandchildren of Big Mama at Shiloh, why can't them children, they already there anyway. Right. Why can't they just come there for education and 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 uh, tutoring and uh, computer classes? You know, my mother. I told her the other day we were talking. I said, "Mama, if we did less Bible study and more life classes, and life classes is in things that how the scriptures connects to us as life, we don't have time. We need we need to do a series. Come back next week. We'll talk more. But." How do we build a community where 
the actual community is taking a lot of the load instead of our churches being shut down. Our church is only open for two hours on Sunday. That that's a problem to me. <laughs> Correct, brother. When they Correct. can be open ten times more. So, sir, we we I, I would definitely love to to continue these because no, you brother, come on, we can we can roll fifteen more minutes. Come on, let's oh, roll. Oh, look at him. Yeah, 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 let's roll, brother. Look at him. He said we can roll. But well, well, we, it's gonna take us that fifteen to power this down. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, because any what we're saying is we're not trying to say that we're trying to force a faith or or folk, uh, force a religion, which I really don't believe in religion. Right, right. I, I believe that you know that you know that when we talk about faith, with you know, I'm talking spiritual. I'm talking that inner peace that is that God has laid in us uh-huh. that is like a conductor by which we communicate. Yes, sir. You yes, sir. I mean? So, you know, for those of us who understand the transistor that is that is in our soul and <laughs> connected to our heart, we you know, we understand. And not everybody has spirit. Right. Not every, yeah, I mean that's clear just by you know, uh, looking at history and looking at some of the atrocities uh, that happen and that continue to happen. But I just say, man, brother, it's all about exposure. Right. And, and one of the things that I had a, a white parent say to me uh, along this journey, she says, yeah, she says, if I want to learn how to train my dog, all I have to do is you know, just looking there, there's a million places I can get information on training a dog. Right. But I start looking for parenting classes. She says, I can't find anything. Uh-huh. And so, Brother Eric, we are like two generations going on, two and a half generations of children understanding what real parenting is. Uh-huh. So... Well, that's, the, that's where that's the devastation point. You mentioned mom and daddy not there, so we're talking about going from uh, 68, 69, 75% percent, you know, of our community is married. Uh-huh. Now we 25%. Percent. Brother Mark, <laughs> yeah. if I can ask a question because you, you spoke there, what, what is your views on conversations like we're having? Because the thing that I think that one of the major reasons why I decided that I needed to put my hat in is a lack. The people perish because of a lack of understanding. Brother, look, I look, brother, and if I could just say this one thing, brother, I can put some heavy stuff on on Facebook, mm-hmm. and man, it gets no traction, bro, Eric. Yes, sir. Man, man, if I want to shake, if I want to say, show my, if I, if, I mean, my children wouldn't, but if I had a child and I wanted them to twerk or shake their butt or, or, you know, jump up and down. You have a hundred million views. Man, I have a million views, man. Right. Right. I mean, I put things on, on there that I think that are thoughtful, Uh things that I think that we should consider. And I'm thinking, man. I'm thinking, man, I'm going to get views off the charts. Nope. And then even that, even that piece you sent me with the minister, it was only 38, less than a minute long. So I'm thinking, man, I know people going to be, be off the chart just responding and everything. Man, if I had one response. Wow. So I'm just saying, brother, and I think it's like what the minister said years ago. Man, we are... We are fitting 
to be pretty much like pigs. We eat, we eat the slop. Uh-huh. That's where we are. We we are now creatures who think below the belt buckle down. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So we we're, we're animalistic, man. We have turned to the worst of our natures and we think on that animalistic level. And that's why our society is going down. Well, I would, oh, but I'm just good. No, I would like to that's one reason why I I have these conversations because it it forces us to a hear what our, our our officials are thinking, what our leadership is thinking. Because in this setting, I, I like to say all the time, and I don't, I, I don't want to talk bad about anybody, but we went through a whole pandemic and we didn't hear not from one leader. At least not on a national scale. We definitely didn't hear from anybody on the school board. And part of that may be just because we didn't think about doing things like podcasting and... and and maybe, you know, I mean, they only pay you enough to get a cheeseburger. So I can understand if you don't uh, have the, the time or the, the the bandwidth, if you will, to to participate in communications like this. You know, nobody can give up an hour uh, every day or every other day. I get that. Eric, you, you know what the main thing is, my brother, is courage. Ah. Oh. Brother, let me tell you something, brother. The yeah. only, look, the only reason why you and I are up here because we share a couple things. And it's going to vary, you know, in, 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 in specifically in, in, in certain areas. But the first thing that my takeaway with you was is your theory about full-time engagement. Yes, sir. And that full-time engagement comes from a place that reflects an independent, a independent you. Because you know when you wake up, you and your wife are going to be able to exist another day based on good decisions that you have made. Uh-huh. So therefore, you're not looking or caring about if your employer is looking at your Facebook feed or if your employer is listening to a podcast that he or she may not agree with that could impact your financial future. Right. So you're free. Right. See, you're free. And then you have the courage. Okay. You have the courage to open up that mic and then let it rip to the world. And you're unconcerned and unafraid of the vibrations that may come back to you. See, that's true freedom. Right. That's courage. Uh-huh. So it's not, I'll just say that it's not that some of these people didn't have thoughts, but they're thinking about how will it hold? Uh-huh. Uh, will I be able to have another term? Right. And I think when you think about what you have to gain, Versus not caring about loss. Right. That's where the real leadership is, as far as I'm concerned. I I said this, and and this is this is the only thing I'm gonna say about the election. I I, I went in the room and uh, I said, "Dear Lord, you." There's a woman who came around here to my house, and I tell people all the time. I never saw her come around here before. I ain't never seen her since. Right. 
And she came around and she said, Eric, you need to consider running for office. And I said, Lord, when I went out, I was I was I was known over in Chesterfield Heights, but I realized that wasn't powerful enough to get on the ballot. Right. So and then I knew that even in being known over there, I knew that uh, at that time there were other agents that were going to be that were floating around. That there were folks who weren't even really willing to give me a shot in my own neighborhood. Because they were like, well, you know, this person is running. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm glad they're running. But this is just, you know, I went out and said, I'm just applying for the opportunity to get the job. See, I, see, see the words. See, I love that word. See, I, my, my thing is now, and I'm just trying to discipline myself to it. When somebody say, are you, you running for school board? No, I am walking. I'm not running anywhere. Right. I'm walking. Right. Right, because when I get in that seat, I want to have enough energy to run. Right, because we need somebody to run when they get in office. Right, right. We don't need them to run and then walk when they get in. We need them to walk and then run when they get in. Right. Uh huh. <laughs> you know, and so when you talked about you're making an application, they say you run it. No, I am make. I, I put it somewhat similar to you. I'm making myself available. Mm-hmm. Because see, I understand that my skill sets and who I am and how God called me up, I already know I'm so uniquely qualified. Yes, sir. To the point of overqualified. Praise him. To the point that, look, why am I going to spend money and an excessive amount of time if the people don't understand what they need? How can I help them? Right. Right. If they're not going to engage us, brother Eric. Uh-huh. Right? So like I got people mad at me because I won't quote unquote campaign the traditional way. Right. Right. But I don't care. This isn't my city. I don't own it. Right. right? I got skin in the game. We got four children, two graduated, two still in. So my whole thing is what does engagement look like? It can look different for you or for me. Right. For you, it could be, man, I got this podcast, and I want to get people with like minds, different thoughts to come on here and express. Right. That could be your piece. Right. My piece could be is that, okay, I'm going to engage. I'm going to share some good words about someone that I like that's going for a particular position. Right. That may be my piece. Another person's piece may be, I'm physically unable, but I can write a check and I can make a couple phone calls. So there's a lot of things in here to be done. And I'll just say this and I'll be quiet. Is I had someone say that uh, to me, sent me a text saying that, Mark, there are people who enthusiastically want to support you, but they don't feel like they have a partner in you. So I responded back to this person. I says, you tell that person that they need to be enthusiastic about their own community. Right. And if they don't want the particular person back in office, then they need to do something individually to do something from that habit. And then I ended it. Don't use me as an excuse not to do anything. You know, Mr. Mark, Brother Mark, (laughs) you said something some time ago. And I told you, we're going to do a series once you get elected. <laughs> right. It's going to be the BA degree. 
Okay, there you go. I like that, brother. Uh-huh. I like that, brother. Uh-huh. I like that a lot. I exactly. told my, and, we I, and we don't have to wait till the end, brother. No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. I, I, I'm already. I already cleared my schedule for next Tuesday. <laughs> you, you, you make, you make me put on, you make me put on them cordless mics, and we'll sit down there to sit hall while you getting votes. <laughs> but brother Mark, you said something that my mother said and my grand my grandmother said it with conviction you said you said this election is going to prove that God is more powerful than all of us yes sir yes i believe it i believe it and, believe and my grandmother cuz i said grandmama and i go back to the story because i was walking and I was getting doors slammed in my face and people, because, you know, people feel like that they can say whatever they want to say to you because you're the politician and you ain't got feelings. They're right. Correct. Correct. And, correct. and when and they say whatever they want to say to you and then when you say that hurts my feelings, they'll say, well, you want to be a politician. You need to toughen up, boy. Mm, and I, I said to one I lady, I said, would you stand on this side of the, of the, of the, of the doormat and take this? She's like, no, I ain't running for office. There you go, right? Uh huh. Uh huh. So I said to my wife and to my, I said, I I was walking down the street. I said, God, my mental health can't take people cussing at me. You show me where to go. Right. And he and he gave. I went to Revelations one day. He said, before I behold, I have put before you an open door that no man can shut. You're going to make me preach. There you go. There you go, bro. You're going to bring my Baptist out. There you go. And and, and Brother Mark, I started walking through certain neighborhoods, and every time I saw an open door, I went and knocked on it. There you go. And I kept knocking on open door until I got my signatures. There you go, brother. And then I came home and there was a situation that was going on and the other ones and, and other things and people were saying what they were saying and, and some of that stuff, you know what they're saying. We don't have to talk about it. Right. There you go. There and you go. I told my grandmother, I said, grandmother, why do I need this? Because right. I can't beat these people anyway. Mm-hmm. And grandmama said, she said, boy, you going to beat them. I said, I can't do it. She said, I know you can't, but God going to let folk go down and push your name and don't even know what they pushing. <laughs> and when Man, this election is over, my grandmama said it, and it, it gives a chill in my spine. She said, when this election is over, there's going to be folk with their mouth open because God going to put you in office and ain't a damn thing they can do about it. <laughs> brother, hey, look, all I can tell you, brother, is I'm on the same page as grandmother. Uh-huh. Because I, and, and I say, man, we're going to see a new thing. Uh-huh. You know how the Bible talks about new things. Yes. And, and I'm telling you, and, and I tell you this, and for anybody that this listening and they don't want to see a new thing the opposite the thing that's on the side on the other side of that door that's not a new thing they won't even have the heart 
to receive it or or the understanding to to know what's going on is mm-hmm. going to get crazy. You you know okay. something? I went to a church, and I'm not going to name it, but it was a couple of churches that I used to work with. And we was in there, and they were saying to me, they're like, Eric, we can't do this. Because you know how some of our more sophisticated churches are. Right. We can't do this and this, that, and the third. And I said, you know what? They said, what? I said, God wants to do a new thing around here. Well, I know that, but we got people in the way. I said, that's all right. Metropolitan's open. And I walked out the church. There you go. And Brother Mark, I think in two years, that church buried 29 people. There you go. Hey, brother. Hey, look. This thing, you know, and you know what's so amazing, brother, is a lot of people think that certain groups or certain people are smart. Uh-huh. And I'm telling you, man, what this process has done for me, because I kind of just, I used to be a people person, man. I used to do, man, all the different business mixes. I used to do all that stuff, you know, the networking stuff and all of that. And I said, man, this is the biggest waste of my time. Uh-huh. And so now that I'm, you know, forced to be back engaged, Man, the people that we hold in some type of esteem. Yes, sir. Many of them, brother, are just as hollow. Yes, sir. And shallow. Yes, sir. And my, man, brother, I'm like, what in the world? <laughs> I mean, some of these people, man, couldn't even carry your water. Yes, sir. And we hold these people in some type of regard and esteem. And man, these cats don't even know they're behind from their hands. Brother Mark, I I hope no, I no, I don't hope. I told my grand I told him in church the other Sunday. Because they said the world is doomed. And I and I see, see, the Bible says test God, try him. Right. It said over there in Malachi, he said, Test me out and see. Then he said some other places, he said, try me. See what I do for you. So, Brother Mark, I tried God. March, January 15, excuse me, 2015, I walked out of the Norfolk Courthouse. And that was my last full-time job. I worked on a cleaning crew cleaning the Norfolk courthouse. And uh, I walked out. Now, Brother Mark, did I lose you? Oh, no, bro. I'm listening. Oh, oh, okay. Because I tell this story, sometimes I lose people. Right. No, no. I lose myself in this story because it's amazing. Brother Mark, people think some, that even my own family thought I was fired. I was not fired. What happened was, as you would know, Brother Mark, the job worked on a contract. And once the building was finished, the contract was up. Gotcha. And I didn't know whether I was going to have a job or not. Gotcha. And we had been walking around for about a month not knowing what our our day was going to be. And I had just left uh, another company uh, that 
we would go in every 30 days and, and they'll put a notice on your door on your table that we you're under review. And so you spent every 30 days with your with your life in your hand because you didn't know whether or not you was gonna have a job tomorrow or not, because they could fire you at any minute. See, I get tired of working for that. Gotcha. And I was out there and God was giving me all these dreams and I and I stood right there. At 832 Bartertart Gardens. Now, he doesn't live there anymore, but that used to be the publisher of the Virginian Pilot. Okay. And he gave me a tip because I was delivering newspapers for the pilot. Gotcha. And I still got the card over at my grandmother's house that he would say, reach for your dreams. Gotcha. And Brother Mark, to not take this long, when I started having those dreams, it came time for Christmas. If you know, you get Christmas tips. And I went through the community over there in Ghent, over there behind First Presbyterian, Westover Avenue, Bartertart Gardens, Riley Avenue, all over there. I did. And I got over there and the, uh, the people said, what are, you, what are you doing? What are you doing? Because I know you're doing this. And I told them what I wanted to do. And all of my podcasting equipment, all of my vlogging equipment, those people gave me in tips. And that's how I built my podcasting studio. Awesome, brother. Now, awesome. long story short, when I came out of that courthouse, I told God, I said, either you help me or I'm going to die. Right. Because I got no options. Mm-hmm. And I take this election and I said this. I said, God, these people are desperate. <laughs> no, 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 no. There are people who are desperate for change. There are people who are in this community that I have seen who, when you talk to them, they are crying because they won't change. But they don't feel like they're going to get it because they don't feel like those actors that you talked about can be defeated. Correct. And one lady, one lady told me, she says, I'm going to believe in you and I'm going to believe in God. And she said something that we both resonated with it. And I said, God, and I'm not suicidal. And I need you to understand that. Right. I am not suicidal. But I said, God, if you won't come help, then what's the point in living? Right. And that's right. where I am about this campaign, that I believe that God is going to help us. Because if he don't, there's no point in us believing in him anymore. Oh, no, brother. I mean, you know, and see, and, 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 and then, and, and it's hard to, to really to describe to people. Because my mom always said that. You know, because I could talk about death and, and, and different things of that nature. And she said, I don't understand why you talk about it. I said, well, I guess, I guess because I just don't have no fear of it. Right. right? And, and the thing is, man, if you're living in fear, I can promise you one thing. You're not living. Right. I can promise you. Those two cannot exist. Fear and faith do not share the same house. Right, exactly. Uh -huh. they, they, right, they don't exist. They uh -huh. cannot exist, those two things. 
And so, man, I just, man, I just love, you know, and I guess that's, you know, part of being self-employed as long as I have. Man, I've just been so blessed in the sense that, man, God has just shown me through all of the low times, the challenging times. Man, to the point now, man, in my life, I am so self-assured, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I realize, man, I, this is my thing is, no man can defeat me. Not on two legs. No. No. Impossible. It's impossible. And so when you really know that and you really, really, really believe it, bro, man, God will open up doors like you ain't never seen a day in your life. Yes, sir. And I can be a witness because I've experienced it, right? Well, Brother so, Mark, you ain't got no signs. You ain't got no no paraphernalia. Yeah. Half the people don't know who you is. But I believe down in my bone marrow, and I don't know how else to say it, because it doesn't make sense. But I believe that you're going to be the next school board representative for Ward 3, City of Norfolk. And we're going to keep having these conversations because we need to talk about how we're going to fix the school board or what we're going to present to it because you, you got some good ideas that we didn't get to today. Oh, yeah. I know it, brother. But you know, brother Eric, and the thing is that we have to do, and I think we've got to prideful is, man, we have to affirm each other. Yes, sir. Right? So when you, so, so it's almost like, and this does not mean to alienate any of your listeners at all but you know being black a male in america is an experience that we really can't expect anybody else to empathize with unless they've experienced it and i think what happens so many times we get a we try to play too nice in the fact that we try to say that sympathy, some kind of way, will fix the problem, and it won't. Right. Right? And at the end of the day, what it really all really comes down to is, can we trust each, each other enough in humanity to believe that our experiences that we, that we experience are true? Right. Right? So if I say I feel like it's racism, and I can base that on 55 years of living and looking around me, do we have enough humanity in our society to believe that that individual's perspective is their perspective mm -hmm. and to respect it? Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that I'm trying to use it as a sledgehammer to make you feel bad. I'm just letting you know what it is. Well, stop telling now, everybody that Grammar Street is racist, all right? Stop telling everybody. Right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's exactly right. And so my thing is, man, it's like we just got to grow up, you know? So just like you said when you, you know, went to the pride community and you were able to hold your ground on your belief system, it's nothing wrong with that. Uh -huh. I mean, you're, you're at the table with individuals, they have their belief system. 
So why are you supposed to forego yours? We all American citizens. That's it, my brother. That's it. Brother That's Mark, it. can we do this again? Oh, absolutely, brother. <laughs> absolutely. Because I, 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 and, and, and I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to start you up again. Because I know you told me. Another, I know. <laughs> you told you told me another fifteen minutes, and that was a half hour ago. I know it, brother. I know it. <laughs> and, 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 and I, don't, I, I don't want you to say you cost me money. No, brother. No, but brother I'm Mark. One of my one of my visions. One of my missions for this new journey and, and beyond is, as I said, the people perish because of a lack of understanding. And part of that lack of understanding is a lack of access to information. Yes. And that is why I do these podcasts. That is why you hear them the way you hear them. Uh, that is why we promote creativity. We promote uh, music and all these other things. We're not doing that just because we won't, you know, I, I did say I want a radio show, but right. apart from that, it's giving people the opportunity to express themselves and music and creativity is an opportunity. And then we keep pushing people toward, oh, if you're not a doctor, you're a lawyer. Like one lady ran for school board one time and she said, all these people want to be basketball stars. And I'm like, stop spitting. Sports is not to be demonized. Right. Music is not to be demonized. This is a gift. Yes. And I believe in supporting and, and fostering all gifts. And so that's what we're doing here. And I believe you have some good ideas for the school board. And I know that you're busy and have other things to do with your life. So we'll maybe have to, uh, we're going to have to have this teaching Tuesday. If not every Tuesday, every other Tuesday. As Big Mama said, not every day, every other day. There you go, brother. Man, brother Eric, man, I, I just tell you, man, what I really love is I just love authentic people who are willing to be authentic at all times. At all times. Whether if it's in season or out of season. And so, man, I just appreciate you, man. And, and every, you know, opportunity, like you said, that we have a chance to share, brother, is something that I look forward to. And, uh, man, I look forward to doing it again. Well, sir, we, we will definitely uh, do that. And, uh, uh, we're going to have a good thing. We're going to call it Teaching Tuesday, the, the opportunity at a BA degree. There you go, right? And hopefully, hopefully by the time people finish listening to us, yeah, they they actually will have enough knowledge because, you know, all the degree is the board of directors are certified. I know what I already knew. I knew. That's it. And That's uh, it. so hopefully, hopefully with your wise wisdom that we can, we can definitely work out some of those problems and, and maybe people will stop just giving you those one or two likes. They'll actually give you uh, one or 200,000 likes. Right. And, and, yeah. and we can actually do something to change this city. That is my goal. My dream, when I when I saw the queen, and I'll send you the video and, and let you see what I saw. Right. I saw Town Center United, Town Point Park United. And I saw that, and I don't know who's out there who's creative, but somebody write a theme for the city of Norfolk. 
that will bring us together. You know, Bowling Park had their own theme song. Right. I can believe that. And it brought us together. And if we can put the right people in office, not that we're worshiping mayors and councilmen and city uh, school board chairmen and superintendents, but these are the people that we believe can lead us into the next generation. If, if we but can have ever... But you know what I think? That, and I think this is what I think we were talking the other day, bro, Eric. I think this is what your generation, I really applaud. Your generation and the younger ones, they're not looking for that one-off. You know, they're not looking for the Martin Luther King. They're not looking for the Malcolm X, right? They're not looking for the Noble Drew Ali. They're looking into themselves and planning collectively saying that each one of us individually have the power collectively to bring about change. And that's true. But it's only going to be one president. Correct. It's only going to be one governor. It's only going to be one mayor. And so, and so how do we collectively build, but also rally around and make sure that that champion, because we need a leader in our town. We need a strong one in our town. And, and so we can't, we, you know, there, 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 it's just, at least not in our lifetime, there's never going to be a collective body that runs the city. There's only going to be one guy down there or girl. Right. And so who is that person? that can champion our collectiveness. And so, no, I don't believe we need a Dr. King to get up and, and, and spit out, we, I have a dream, but we do need a president that can put our ideas together and he can work as the, the chief executive to make sure that our ideals and our ideas are going on. We do need strong senators and strong congresspersons we do need legislators or, 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 or what do you call those people up there in the uh, in the state? Uh, delegates. Uh, uh, delegates. And, yeah. Uh, delegates and, and, and senators and governors and council persons and mayors and school board. We need because somebody's got to run the, the business of the city. Correct. And so we do need that person. And so I, 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 I applaud our generation for not looking to a leader, but I also fear that they're not looking to a leader. A lot of them are pushing away from voting. They're pushing away from, from participating in the system, which is breeding why we can't get certain people out of office. Right. They also take a look at it from a, a, a war strategy. Your generation, what one person would you assassinate? See, I like that idea like they use with the president. There may be three planes in the air. Choose one, right? So, you know, there may be four limousines or, or presidential cars. Which one? Right. And I get that. So, yeah. And so with your generation, I like the idea that the movement has a, a longevity, more longevity because... You can't identify the one. Right. And that's the movement. But we're talking right. about the operation. I agree. I give you that. We're talking about the that. operation. And so right. how we work in the city and how we we navigate that that that's true. 
But who runs our... Because eventually, if we don't find that point of unity, it's going to come us versus the government, and that's going to be a civil war. Correct. But we're going to talk about... But like I said, I, I believe that we have that moment of unity. I believe there is... And then, here's how you get what you want. Because nobody said, go back to... If everybody said, go back to the founding fathers. Then don't make that man king. Or that woman king. You go up there, you put the mayor in office, he only stays there two or three terms, and then he goes sit down. Right. And then somebody else gets up there because what we're doing is we're sending somebody there to handle the people's business. Correct. Correct. And I, that's how I believe we get both sides of the argument. I believe that we can do that starting with this election because we have fine people. You only want to work one term. My yes. brother Porrick, he only wants to do one. And his goal is to really uh, uh, use that platform over in Ward 1 to raise up another person, to, 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 as, as they say, Elijah to raise up Elisha. He hit it. That's what I want to do. I want to do the same exact thing. Is in four years, that person or persons will be apparent from the get-go uh, who really wants to make a difference uh -huh. and you cultivate and you bring that person close uh -huh. you give them and that's what I want to do brother so that so that the position isn't so daunting right to get as many individuals who care enough yeah that want to you know, get involved. So if I got 10 churches asking me to come speak, no, I'm not doing 10 churches, but I should have, I know I've got over 20 some neighborhoods and I should have at least one person in each neighborhood that is equipped to go represent the ward. Right. Right. So it's about doling out ownership. Right. You know, I, I know believe that after about three, everybody should go home anyway. Correct. 12 years, that's about enough. Everybody should go home. And, you know, you came, the first four, you figured out who you are, the people, you got to know the people, the people got to know you. The second four, you initiated your vision. The third four, you raised up somebody, and then by the time that season over, they take over and you go home. <laughs> yeah. And you know what I tell you, man, uh, Brother Barry, where I'm blessed is that man, I am in my backyard. My ward is my backyard. Uh -huh. And so my only task is I got to step my social media game up a little bit uh, and just let all of, because I know a lot of people. I know a lot of people. And the thing is I just got to let them know that I'm on that ballot. Yes, sir. Well, you got a podcast to prove it, so we'll we'll do right. that. I'm gonna get out your hair because we'll talk for two hours, and that ain't fair to the world that you live right. in. Okay, my brother. Well, I appreciate you, man. And, hey, man, appreciate it, and uh, we'll we'll talk at another time. We will. Thank you for 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 the opportunity to share and and uh, uh, now 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 what do they call you? Because they because they told me you're not supposed to say the honorable for a schoolboy, even though some of your partners. Are calling themselves oh, yeah. No, brother. You just call that person by their name. <laughs> you could put a Mr. in front or a Mrs. in front. So you're not supposed to say honorable with the school board persons? 
No, not according to the Virginia Protocol. No, sir. Oh. Well, no, well, you might want to tell one of your brothers. And <laughs> right. Yes, indeed. Well, hopefully, if they listen, the message will get back. But, yes. Yes, they, sir. The Virginia Protocol, uh, the Audible, does not apply to uh, school board members. Wow. All right, sir. Well, I'm going to get out your hair. And we right, had man, a wonderful talk. Tell mom and daddy I said hello. I will tell them. And it was a wonderful time in our first BA class. You got it, brother. <laughs> yes, sir. Bye-bye. All right, take care. Bye-bye. My friends, we didn't do no news today. We were supposed to do tech news. We didn't do that. We got so caught up in uh, Mr. Askew. And that's fine. You know, we're going to get out your hair because I could go and do all that stuff. But we're going to get out your hair. And we're working on this. I, I thank you for joining me on this experiment. Um, we don't really know. Let me, let me put it to you like this. We don't really know what we want. And I like how Mr. Askew said that as I just went to pick up me some lunch and I'm heading back to sit down and post this so uh, it'll be out by the time you have your lunch. We don't really know what we want. We don't really know what what we desire out of life, out of our content, out of our, our people. And... I'm saying that and it may sound as I'm hitting every pothole in town. How you doing, Mr. Mayor? If you, if you, if you, you know, if you're bored, you know, I can find you one or two things to do. Nonetheless, uh, we, we, well, let me not talk about people because I don't know people. I ain't never met most people and I certainly don't know people. Them two folks I don't know, most people and people. If anybody can make an introduction, I'd truly appreciate it. For me, listening to Mr. Askew open my my eyes to a few things. Like, just do your thing. Do your thing the way you do your thing. Don't worry about what other or what the protocol is, if you will. Because the wonderful thing about this thing we call the internet, our own individual personalized, if you will, pool of creativity. It allows us the opportunity to do this the way we choose, the way we believe that we're supposed to do it. So that being said, sometimes, please forgive me if if I struggle with, oh, good, well, this is how the system says it's supposed to be. And we, you have to go to the quarter hour. You have to do this. You have to do that because you got to make it for radio and others that the funny thing about it is I had to tell myself just a few seconds ago dude you are trying to build something and predicate it on something else that the reason why you're here is because that thing isn't working let me break it down just in case we don't understand what I'm talking about I want a radio show I'm not going to get a radio show because there's nowhere on the radio for me. More importantly than that, most of our generation is not listening to the radio. 
So I'm trying to build something to predicate, to placate to an institution, a train of thought that the generation and the culture has decided they don't want anymore. Yeah, that makes sense, EDB. So thank you for allowing me to rip up the script right here in the middle and just have our freedom to do what we do and be who we are. Thank you again to Mr. Mark and we're going to get on track. We're going we're going to find we're going to find what appeals to us and we're going to stick to that. I promise you. But for now, this is who we are. For now, this is what we have done and I believe that it is the greatest piece of audio creativity to date. I believe we learned a lot today. I believe we expressed same And I thank you for listening. I thank you for sharing with your friends and family. I thank you for caring for your communities. And I thank you for praying. Not just for the people who lace up the uniform of these states united, but civilized nations all over this world. Even the uncivilized ones. I keep telling you. Them Russian folks got kids too. They're just doing what they're told. Pray for them. Until we do this again which we shall, Lord willing, and thank God at least around here as much the creek didn't rise. Ian tried, though. So as long as the creek don't continue to rise and flood us out like they did Noah back in the day, we'll be back. Until then, for me and mine, unto you and yours. Laters!